Today, we're going to talk about exit planning and what you have to do to position yourself for sale, even if you don't plan on selling. Let's cue the intro and we'll jump right in. Listen, there's a lot to learn when growing and scaling your business. That's why we created the Business Choreography Podcast, where we talk about choreographing your marketing, operations, and sales into dynamic systems that increase your revenue and your impact. We'll explore solid business principles and discuss all things that make businesses dance to success with clarity. We'll help you figure out where the holes are in your business and what you can do to fix them. Think of us as your official business choreographers, aka your insider growth strategists. Remember, your choreography matters. Welcome to the Business Choreography Podcast. What's up, what's up, everybody? Michael Johnson here with the Business Choreography Podcast. And you might notice my voice is a little crackly today. Had a few presentations over the weekend and my voice kind of started going away. So apologize for the funny sounding voice. But if you're new, you don't even know the difference, so it's okay. Today, we're going to talk about Exit Prep 101. This is super important. If you are a business owner, we have to start talking about what you need to do to prep for exit. And you might say, Michael, I, I'm not even far enough along to think about exiting, and I'm going to tell you otherwise. Right from the beginning, I can tell you now in hindsight one of the things that I've done wrong is not prepped my business for exit, regardless of if you want to keep it in the family for generations to come or whether you're planning on selling it at the end of the year. It doesn't make a difference. You have to plan for that exit. You have to build your business in a way that an exit is possible. I've seen so many business or businesses go out of business because they just weren't ready to sell. And when it was time or when something happened and they needed to get out of their business, it wasn't ready, wasn't prepared to sell. Now, what are some of the things? Well, we're going to talk about four key factors today. And the four key factors, oh, I had this one. I had the wrong banner on the screen. If you're watching on video, sorry about that. We should have this one up there. Exit Prep 101, how to position your business for a smooth sale. So the first thing we're going to talk about in these four key factors is financials. Our financials are hugely important. I can't even stress this enough. And it it almost seems like a no-brainer that you would, of course, have your financials in order. But so many businesses don't have their financials in order. You can get a bookkeeper or you can do it yourself, but you also need a tax planner. You also need an accountant to have looked at your books. This is super important. I mean, you can't overlook this element. I was purchasing or working on a deal to purchase a business a while back, and we dug in, we presented a letter of intent, <clears throat> and they agreed, and we dug into due diligence. In that due diligence, we found out that they hadn't actually done their taxes for two years. They had no tax returns. Are you kidding me? That is not prepping your business for sale, right? This is super important. And you would think, hey, Everybody's got that in order. No, that's not actually true. So you've got to actually spend some time making sure your books are accurate, making sure your accounts are in order, making sure that your tax planning is good and that you've prepared 
right? So make sure you get a great tax accountant. Make sure you get a good accountant. And if that's you, great. Be diligent at it and make sure that your books are clean and everything is stable and ready to go. You have a very clear and obvious P&L. If I'm saying P&L right now and you don't know what that is, I, it's okay. I'm not judging, all right? But go and research it. Pull it up. Do a little research. Make sure you get your P&L in order. Okay, that stands for profit and loss for those of you that didn't know that. You need to get that in order. It is super important. All right, let's jump into number two. Sorry about the voice. I'll keep grabbing a drink here and uh, make sure that, that, that I can at least get the words out. Next up, legal and regulatory compliance. Man, this is so important. If you don't understand the legal and regulatory nature of your business. Each business is different. If you're a law firm, that's way different than if you're an information business. However, if you're a digital business and you're selling online, do you have Nexus in certain states? If you don't know what Nexus is, you should probably go look it up. Where do you pay sales tax, right? Where do you not pay sales tax? Do you have to pay sales tax? Are you collecting sales tax? Are you paying it at the end of the year? You should talk to a great accountant and find out, right? A tax planning accountant would be best and one that knows business. This is super important. So you have to make sure that your legal and regulatory compliance is in order because when someone comes in to buy your business, if they see that this stuff is in order, then the value of your business goes down. Now, if you do get this in order, the value of your business goes up. This is super easy, right? Not that hard. All right, let's move into the next one. We'll keep it short and sweet and right to the point. Next thing up is operations. You have to make sure you're prepared to pass on your business, whether to your children, your next generation, legacies to come, right? Or to the next purchaser, the buyer. If you are a dancing bear in your business, and that could mean a lot of things could mean you are required to actually deliver the service. Then you need to find a way to replace you. That's huge. And I know that's hard because it, it hurts our soul a little bit, right? I've been there too, right? But if you are a dancing bear in any capacity, if you're still taking out the trash, if you're the chief uh, floor cleaner and, and janitor, as well as the chief operating officer and the chief financial officer, this is a big deal, right? You've got to work to put in systems and processes that replace you. This can be challenging, but I'll tell you, if you can't leave for a month, then you're probably not quite ready, right? But that doesn't mean you can't sell your business. It just means it's going to be worth a less, a lesser value. If you can leave for a few months and everything keep, keeps operating, then your value goes up. If you could not be around and just be an advisor to your business, then obviously the value of your business goes up. This is huge. Now, don't worry. There are still people that buy businesses that don't have all that in place. I love to buy owner-operated businesses that haven't put in professional management yet because I love doing that. I think it's great fun. And we have that process down, but the value will be a little less in your business, right? So you have to kind of balance that out and determine what you want to create. 
and how you want to create that. So this is a really big deal, making sure your operations, processes, systems are in place. Okay, let's move to the next one. Okay, next up, market positioning. We have to describe how to position your business in the best way possible so that buyers like me would come in and look at it and say, okay, I understand what your unique value proposition is, right? What is it that you're offering the world that is unique? I, of course, am looking at your business to see what is the same too, right? I want a balance of both. I want to be able to see that you have something, a service, something that you're delivering to your customers that is wanted and needed and that there is a need and want for it outside of your business, uh, maybe in the future. But I also want to see that it's unique, that there's something about it that has its own unique flair and its own unique thing. So your market positioning is super, super valuable. And you have to be clear about that. So when a buyer comes in like me, you can say to me, hey, this is exactly what our unique position is. And this is the potential for our customers coming down the line. And this will actually help your value of your business. Okay, great. So that's that's the gist of it. We're, we could talk about this all day long, but I wanted to cover four things that you could think about and start to get on top of right away. If you need some help, please reach out to us at info at bizcoreo.com and let us know. We do this all the time. This is, this is our thing. This is our jam. This is what I love to do and what I love to talk about. So we're happy to lend a hand and see if there's something we can do to help you grow and scale and prep for exit. So with that, I'd love, love, love you guys to leave a comment, a review, something. Let us know that you love the episodes, that you love the podcast. Let everybody else know that they should actually come and listen and uh, get all the great information that we're delivering here on the Business Choreography Podcast. But until next time, we'll see you again on the Business Choreography Podcast. Keep choreographing. See you later. Thanks for joining us today. Want more business choreography? Check out our website at bizchoreo.com to find out more. And find out how the choreography for your marketing operations and sales can raise your revenue and create more impact. Remember, every business needs choreography.